Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. From my male listeners, I want to ask you, as a very openly sexual female, to you, does size matter? No. The older I get, the more I explore, the more it expands. It has really taught me a lot about myself and also to work through shame, you know, a lot of shame I've had from my past. I just really have grown immensely. I would be taking every course I could find. I would make myself the best lover ever. And I would make sure that I got her off before she even saw my dick. Right. I'm nasty. I'm like, just let's, can we stuff? How much can we stuff in there? (laughs) Where's, where's Waldo? Can we put him in there too? Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. It's another great Saturday and we have a really fun guest on the show today. We have Ruin Willow and she's an erotic author. She also writes erotic romance as well. She's a podcaster at the Oh Fuck Yeah podcast with Ruin Willow, where she reads erotic fiction, talks about all things sexuality, gives tips, advice, ideas, does sexual product reviews and host guest interviews. She's also a voiceover narrator for her own writing and other erotica authors. So look for her audio books as well. Ruin, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I am so glad to have you here. Okay, I'm going to jump right in because I would just, I'd love to know a little bit about your background and how that eventually led you into erotica and writing and, and podcasting. Okay, well, when I was a very young person, when I was elementary school. I was one of those kids that liked to write stories. I like would get a notebook and I would hand write out a story. And as time went on, I became a teenager and everything was drama and all kinds of crazy things and bad things happened. And I really, really got into writing poetry like constantly and sort of memoirish. And then when I got into my 20s, I started writing longer pieces like books and stories. And as time went on, I did different things, but I still kind of wrote on the side. And about 2016 was when I really dug my heels in and said, I need to do this on a much more intensive basis because this is what I want to do. I've always done this. And I've worked in multiple fields. I have two college degrees that are completely unrelated to writing. So this was pretty much a switch for me. And I created a nonfiction blog under my real name, which is a very um, clean, pure innocent site. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And I also wrote romance. So then I was writing romance stories and I got my first book deal from a publisher for a YA romance book. And that went live and they had another contract with them for another book and they were about to give me another contract and COVID hit. Ah, And they had to stop all productions, all everything. They're still recovering. They're still only publishing a few books a year. So I only have one book published with them, but I was writing romance and I was still doing my nonfiction blog. And I thought, you know, I really, really want to write sexy stuff. I love writing romance. I love it. But I want that spice. I want that saucy, yummy fucking in it. So it wasn't, (laughs) it really wasn't that much of a step from me to go from writing romance to writing erotica. And so in 2019, one day I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to try this. And on a whim, I created my uh, Twitter account, which was Raunchy Is. And that was my first step into writing erotica and exposing the world to things that I wrote. And, and things just grew from there. And then I made the website. I started writing a lot of stories. And then fans were saying to me, you should do a podcast. You have a great voice. And I was like, what? I actually was shocked. I'm like, you think I have a great voice? Like I was like shocked. <laughs> yes, I know. I get that all the time. People say, I love your voice. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> I know. I was like, it's like, you do? <laughs> I was going to ask you that. I was going to say, do you? Because to me, you do have a distinctive voice. And so I, was, I, I felt like, I wonder if she knows this. 
Or if she's kind of like me where she just doesn't really think there's anything that special or unique about her voice. Well, I didn't think so until people kept saying it to me on Twitter. And then I started to create some like audio posts and people just were always commenting. And then then that's when the people started saying, you should, you really should do a podcast. And so after several people had said this to me, several fans, I'm like, oh, why the fuck not? So... So I did. <laughs> and oh, fuck yeah, I was born. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that's been about well, a little over a year and a half now that I've been doing that. And I also launched into doing audiobooks as well. So, you know, I was using my voice in that way as well. Perfect. So what, how did you come up with the title for your podcast? I love that, by the way. I mean, fuck is my favorite word. It's the most versatile word in the English it's, language. Isn't it? It's like I my like, favorite. Oh my gosh. I feel like I catch such crap for it because I love to use it liberally. I mean, like sprinkle that shit everywhere. And, but people are just like, oh my gosh, you, you, know. Know, you can't say that. I'm like, well, yeah, I can. And I just did. Right. And, and, you know, I say it in my head all the time too. So I'm like, well, why am I just saying it in my head? I'm just saying in the fucking out loud. Totally. <laughs> totally. That's the best word to me in the English language. Even as a writer, that is the best word. Thank so, you. <laughs> there we go. We're kindred spirits. Absolutely. So I said that a lot in my little audio tweets. I would be like, oh, fuck yeah. And everybody would like, oh my gosh, I love the way you say fuck. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> so it kind of became my signature just because it's what I did. And so then I'm like trying to think of a name for the podcast. And I'm like, I'm going to use that. And of course, then I put it in there and they won't let me use the word fuck. So it had to become a little star. Like that wasn't my design. That was them saying you can't use the word fuck. So that's how that happened. Yes. (laughs) Now, I want to roll back. You just when you were talking about when you were writing romance novels. Mm -hmm. Yep. Can you give me an example of some of the substitute words you have to use when you're describing (laughs) a romance scene? Like, oh, yeah. like calling, let's say you're calling her pussy her sex, right? Or her, is that what right. you're calling it? Or he, give me just the generalized, well-known romance terms. Well, uh, most of the romance I have written has actually been YA. So it's been written for teenagers. So you have to be very, very scaled back. You know, it's oh, talking okay. about kissing. It's talking about touching. It's, it's, you can't be literally explicit. I mean, you can say, you know, he touched her butt. Like Judy Bloom? Um, no, it's it would be for it's kind of written more for teenagers, like thirteen to eighteen. So it's it's is romance. Judy Bloom is not. Wait, what I don't know. I, I feel like Judy Bloom. I don't feel like I'm in touch with what she does. I mean, I know she wrote a lot of stuff a long time ago, but I don't know what she writes now. And so it's harder to compare because her, the stuff I'm familiar with, she wrote quite a long time ago. Yeah, I feel like the only book I read as a teenager that sort of was my foray into the first time you read something that talked about sex was it was a Judy Bloom book. Oh, and okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm sure, referencing her. So sure. I realized that was a little bit ago, but... Um, And she's, I don't know, I have no idea. I haven't followed her, but I just remember that. That's the only thing I have to go on. So I'm I'm just curious, like, you can say things like, you know, she leaned into his mound or, you know, you just, you can't, you can't really say <laughs> erection, you know, like she right. leaned mm-hmm. into his erection while they lay, they made out on the car. Like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't say erection. The publishers would put the kibosh on that and be like, no, you can't use this word. You know, it's, <laughs> you're not going to say pussy ever. You're just not going to say that. You're going to say kissing. You might say, you might, you could say sex if they had sex, but you have to be careful too, because a lot of publishers don't really even want TYA romance to have actual sex in it. Like you could talk about it like that they did it, but they don't want the actual scene in it. I see. But you could talk about them kissing or snuggling or touching each other, but the actual fucking is is usually not an actual scene. Yeah. It's implied. It can be implied. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's very different and in adult romance I haven't written. So I like I've done a couple of stories on medium. That's true. Those are pretty innocent romances, sweet romances as they call them, where there's just, you know, touching maybe a kiss, you know, and romance. <laughs> More so maybe the feeling aspect of it. It's hard for me to write that though. Now it like hurts. Like I want to stick in the fucking. I want to stick in the right. sex, the raunchy. <laughs> I want that. So You've when been I compromised. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so when I write one of those two stories for medium, which were for for a public a publication on Medium, which now disappeared, it like hurt to write them. I'm like, oh 
God, that hurts. I want to add this. I want to add that. And I couldn't because that wasn't their, their guidelines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to stay. You got to stay in your lane with that stuff. Mm-hmm, you do. Or they're just going to say, nope, sorry, we don't want it. You know? <laughs> yeah. What do you love about erotica? Oh, I just love it because to me, romance is great. Relationships are great. But real life has fucking in it. And so to me, it's like ignoring this whole part of life that actually exists. And so you need the fucking in there. You need the sex. To me, it's just more, it's more reality. It's so much more passionate, so much more full, rich. And to have both together is full life. It's, it's a mirror of full life to me, more so than these romance genres that want you to just leave that stuff out because that stuff's too messy. That's too naughty. Don't put that in there. I, you know what? I love what you just said. Real life has fucking in it. It's mm-hmm. so true. <laughs> yeah. it, hello, Captain Obvious. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, that just drives me absolutely crazy. All this censorship. God, geez. It's a part of freaking life. Get over it, people. Do you think you're like immaculate conception? You just poofed into the air? Um, No, you came from fucking. Right. You came from fucking. (laughs) (laughs) That should be one of your (laughs) t-shirts. It should be. Dang. in your merch store there. I need to do that. (laughs) And I can put the little star in the U to make it a PC. Or instead of the you, I mean. Yes. You that's came from right, fucking. That's right. That as is an as... excellent idea. I might do that. <laughs> you came from fucking. There you go. Courtesy of Layla London. That's right. Um, okay. So, and since we all came from fucking, why do you think people should explore this more, the erotica, and, and get into it? What What do you think the benefits are? Oh, it's great for foreplay. It's great for solo play to get your brain in the mood, to get you in the mood, to get you ready for something fun, to expose you to different things that you may not have done, something that you've dreamt about, fantasized about. It's a way to grow your sexuality. Like, oh, I'm really curious about, I don't know, pegging, anything. You can read erotica about it and explore it. And you it's also a way to expose your partner to something like a threesome. You've never done a threesome. Expose your partner. Hey, you want to read this with me? Or hey, you want to listen to an audio book with me? Sit on the couch? Play around as you're listening. How fun is that? That's a great way to start a sexual encounter with each other, you know? I could not agree more because <laughs> I feel like People always ask me like, you know, how they can get their partner more engaged. I'm like, yes. you need to, or they want to present an idea and they're not sure yeah. how to do it. And I always say, same thing, you know, I just said, why don't you accidentally like maybe watch a little porn or I never thought of, <laughs> you know, read some erotica. It's the same thing. Maybe it's a little less threatening because it's erotica and, you, you know, you're not looking at naked people. Right. But the two of you can kind of talk about, it, read it and discuss it and be like, oh my gosh, that's kind of hot. What do you think of that? And get and see if you can get your partner turned on and engaged and find out, you know, what really gets them going. Yeah, it's kind of an indirect way. Like if you just look at your partner and say, hey, do you want to go to an, a sex party? I mean, that's like so direct. That's putting the person on the spot. But if you that's grab... That's probably something I would do though. <laughs> Nothing hey, wrong with that. I, I just stumbled across this sex party in London. You want to get on a plane? Go there with me and I don't know, go. You know, whatever. Exactly. I yeah. love that. Yeah. <laughs> but for people who are less adventurous, you know, you'd be like, hey, let's read this book. Let's listen to this audiobook, And then you can talk about it. Hey, what'd you think of that book? And without saying... I want to go to a sex party. Will you go? It's a way to like slowly maybe trickle baby footstep into it. Yeah, totally. I agree with that. Now, if people are interested in doing that, let's say someone listening right now, they're like, oh my gosh, I would love to do that with a partner. Can you recommend a good book or a place to start? I'm sure you could. (laughs) Well, I have several. (laughs) Yeah. But Audible has a lot of erotica, which is so funny. You know, Amazon and Audible, they don't let us advertise our books that are erotica, but they sell them. So you can get them. What? You just can't. Wait, a minute, wait, 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 wait. Say that again. You can't advertise them? No. So you can pay for ads on Amazon for your books. Publishers can do it. Indie authors can do it. Anyone can do it. Except if you write erotica, if your book is erotica, or even erotic romance, they will not let you pay for ads. So there goes a whole giant chunk away from erotica authors to advertise their work. It's just appalling. Yet they will sell it. 
Well, of course, yeah, sure. They'll they'll make a buck, but as long as it's on, as long as it's on the down low, right? But it's so dumb. They <laughs> could totally funnel it and be like, only give it to people who are over eighteen, or even people who yeah. buy erotica. Right. Just target towards people who buy erotica, but they won't do it. This is crazy. I mean, this just further yep. you're furthering my my conspiracy <laughs> theory on why the uh-huh. world is out to suppress fucking. Well, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> get this. Okay, so I have had You some... got here by fucking people. <laughs> exactly. Get I'm not fucking let that over it. Ruined. I'm not going to yeah, get fucking over it. I love it. Let's see how many times we can use that word. I, I love I'm... it. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck yeah. <laughs> Fucking A. Fucking idiots. Read some erotica. (laughs) (laughs) So I've had like several authors on my podcast who've written like even educational sex books, therapy sex books, and Amazon will not even let them advertise. Now I've heard the same thing. Yeah, I've heard this. Just disturbing. It's crazy. And I feel like the other thing is this is what keeps a lot of misinformation out there too. Yes. Oh, Yes is uh, especially with the, you know, the educational stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. It's, I don't know. I really don't know why we're so, I I really don't know why people are just so dead set determined on denying how we got here. I know, right? (laughs) You know, and and people do it. If people didn't do it, then our population would not continue to grow. It's just asinine. I know. I know. There would be no babies. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So, okay. Let me set up a, a little scenario. You're going to you're going to meet a sex partner and you can only take 3 sexual items with you. I want to know what they are and why. Oh, absolutely they're going to be sex toys. Without a fucking doubt. I love sex toys. I probably have I don't know, gosh, I should count them again. I probably have around 50 in my collection. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Like, okay, well, I get a lot of people. <laughs> I have a lot of people who reach out to me because I, I also do a sex blogger too. So they're like, hey, do you want to try this? And we'll reimburse you if you want to try out this sex toy, you know? And then I've bought many on my own as well. So yes, I guess I would probably pick three sex toys because I'm all about the experience. <laughs> well, now which ones are they? Okay. From what I have now, one of my favorites are the Zumio which is so intense. Oh my what gosh. Is the, oh my God. What is that? Okay. I guess the name right there gave me a little shiver. I'm like, I think my, I think my clit just woke up. What is this? Oh, it is, it is, it is a clit toy. That is all it is meant for. It is not even internal. So it needs, it, it is a is very- Is it like a clit sucker? No, this is one of the most unusual shaped sex toys I've ever seen. It looks like a giant pen and it's tapered at the end. And that's where all of the vibrations are focused in that little nubby at the end. And so it looks like a giant pen, like a thick pen. It doesn't look like it's not a sucker at all, but you put that on your clit. And I mean, it's just, it fucking blows my mind. I, It's just, nothing gets me there faster than that toy. I mean, I can get there within like a minute or two. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's um, great. There's three different styles. I've only tried the one. The I think I have the... Called, what's it called? Zumio. So Z-U-M-I-O. Okay, I'm going to check that out. Do you have links to that on your website? Um, I think I do. I do have a review. I also have a a podcast episode I did about the Zumio also. Oh, okay. Everybody, let's check that out. (laughs) (laughs) The Zumio is one of my top toys. And then I have Mm -hmm. a clit sucker, of course, which is a favorite. And it's one of those where it looks like a rose and then it has like a stem. And so I have two different roses. One is stemless and one is with a stem. And gee, that's a toss up between the two. I have a hard time deciding that. And for me, I really only need clit stimulation. But if I have G-spot and clit, that is even more intense. But I don't need that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't necessarily Mm -hmm. need the G-spot to to climax. But I'd bring a toy that has both of those. And I I had one that I loved that died and I needed to get a new one. It was Tracy's dog. I think it was called the OG or something, but it died. So I'm sad. (laughs) Oh, well, you know what? I just, it's funny you say that. I recently just got a new sex toy. And it's, what it is, is it's it's a toy that stimulates your clit and your G-spot at the same time. And I actually got it from one of my sponsors. Oh, nice. Yep. And they said, you know, I love, it's kind of fun when you get free stuff, right? Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very fun. And I didn't, you know, they just sent it. I, I think I had a choice, you know, I picked it. And it really, oh my gosh, it's, um, I'm surprised. I was very surprised. And it just, it's kind of basic looking. It's a purple one. It's by Skin. If you go to, I think, skin.com. Oh, okay. S- yeah, I've heard of Skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And there, what works for me about that is that it, the U shape, the distance between oh, the U, the, the part that hits your clit and then the part that's on your G spot, it's narrow. Because mm. I've tried the problem with those double stimulators before. When it's a wider shaped U, it floats around too much. It doesn't really, it doesn't stay in place. It doesn't. And if you want to use it with a partner, you know, like, <laughs> well, yeah. he's in there too, which is even better. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just terrible. I'm nasty. I'm like, just let's, can we stuff? How much can we stuff in there? <laughs> Where's, where's Waldo? Can we put exactly. him in there too? How, how many can how many can we fit? The more the merrier inside my pussy. That's all I can say. I yeah, love I it. I love it. Isn't it interesting how not all toys fit your body the right way to yes. get you off? And I think people don't understand that. Some people might who aren't into sex toys might try one and be like, ah, oh, that doesn't do it for me. Don't stop. Keep searching. Yes, 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 yes. Now, I want to say this too. Have you tried a Vesper? No, I have heard about Vesper, but I have not tried that yet. Tell me about it. <laughs> you need to get a Vesper. You need to contact them and you Vesper. need to have... Okay, I'm like, writing it down yes. right now. <laughs> Tell them you want to have them on your podcast. Her name is T from Love Crave. And she makes this... She Her toys are beautiful. Like she's an engineer and she... What I really do love about her stuff is it's gorgeous. So oh, everything nice. that she makes looks beautiful like you would and it's sort of covert like you wouldn't be scrambling to hide it because the cleaning oh, lady's coming over and you're right. like did I leave did I leave my you know you have that flash that moment uh-huh. men, don't, men don't realize this but it's like you know I'll be going about my day and I'm like the cleaning lady's coming okay yeah I'm like oh shit did I leave oh fuck I know, please right? tell me I did not leave like this just barrage of sex toys strewn across my bed and in my bathroom waiting to be washed. (laughs) Exactly. It's doing the dishes takes so much time, doesn't it? Wash all those dang things. But you need to. (laughs) I know you need to, right? But the Vesper is gorgeous. You wear it. And it's kind of fun because, you know, when you wear it, it, you feel naughty, you know, like you have a secret. And then if you see someone else with their Vesper, then you know, it's like, oh yeah, you're Ah, down, I'm down. Okay. I got to check it out. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it will photograph very nicely between your beautiful cleavage. Yes. That's always fun too. (laughs) And, but here's the best part. Best part is the vibration is off the chain. Oh, and it's nice. so small and tiny and sleek and sexy and beautiful. And it mm. looks like a beautiful piece of jewelry. And it's this great vibrator. So if you're out and you want to get frisky and sometimes Perfect. you just got to do it. Got to run into the bathroom with your partner and <laughs> get off or he's getting you off under the table or whatever. Hey, there it perfect. is. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I love that. Love to yes, write stories so I, about that too. That's so much fun. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yes, that, that's a great idea. Tell them you will write a story. Oh, yes. Oh, and, I would. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. You'd be able to. Oh. Gosh. Okay. So I've got totally got sidetracked there. I'm, I'm definitely going to masturbate once we get off. Got that, that toy on your brain. It just doesn't leave, right? I know. I'm like, yeah. And she sent me another, a couple other things. So it just, and then there's this one. Okay. There's, a, I'll say the other thing that's really good is there's this one and I forget what it's called, but it looks like a little, like a tuning fork. Okay. Okay. And you know it, what? And I may just... have seen that one somewhere. Mm-hmm. I feel like I saw it mm-hmm. somewhere. And this, because yes. you don't forget that. I'm, I was like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. What is that about? Is that it's supposed to like fit around your clit or what's the tuning part? That's yes. Shape? It okay. Fits. You, just, you got Intriguing. it on either side. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my Good is stuff. right. That sounds fabulous. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah is right. <laughs> That's right. So it's a fun one. Okay. So what is your just... You might have already said this because you, when you talked about the Zumio, but what is your favorite toy to masturbate with? Oh, definitely that is my go-to. And what I love about it is it has 10 modes. So like you can start on the other ones as a warm-up, you know, the lower ones, and then you can increase. I also do like to have something, a vibrator inside. But like I said, I don't need that. But I would say that is my definitely my go-to to get me off fast, quick, and hard and again and again. Okay. Yes. Now let me let me ask you, here's a big question. And as a woman, you probably get this all the time. <laughs> but I know I do. So from my male listeners, I want to ask you, as a very openly sexual female, to you, does size matter? No. I would say what you do matters. In my opinion, what he does matters way more than his size. Bingo. 
That's right. <laughs> I know. I try to tell I try to tell guys this because you know there's this whole industry around yes making your penis bigger, stretching right. it, you know, and pump penis pumps and all. And I'm not saying there is look. We women, we change our bodies like nobody's business, right? We want bigger right. boobs. We'll get a boob job. We got our mm-hmm. eyelash extensions. We're straightening our hair. We're getting Botox, uh, all this <laughs> stuff. So I'm not going to, I am not <laughs> dissing on a guy who feels like he personally wants to make his size right. bigger. Sure, all sure. I'm saying is that it's not about that. To us, it's right. not about that. Right. And you know, I uh, would almost, I almost say that, don't you? Well, I would almost say that I would prefer just an average guy or even, even, Average or I, I won't say below, but just I feel like guys with smaller dicks work harder. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know what you're saying. Then, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Because mm-hmm. it's great to have a big one, but if all you think that big one is good for is pounding, 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 right? That's not it. No, that's so, not every, it. Every once in a while, yeah, I yeah, mean, that's, yeah. It's great to introduce that, like at yep. the crescendo, right? Mm-hmm. When you need to get over the edge, like okay, fuck the shit out of me right yes, now. Yes, right, exactly. <laughs> but that's the last. 30 seconds. Right. <laughs> exactly. All that other stuff. Yes. This is actually a very small portion of of the act, of the fucking. Yeah, I get to say the word yeah. fuck again. <laughs> That's right. Oh, you can say it on my show. Like I said, <laughs> sprinkle that shit around, Sprinkle baby. the fucking around. Fuck, fuck, fuck. That's right. <laughs> sprinkle that fucking shit everywhere. We love it. Yeah. So for you, size does not matter. Right, is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's yep. about being a more about being a skilled lover. Right. Oh, absolutely, yes. for sure. It can be too small. I, I will say, when I was younger, I was with a man who was very, very small, and that was a little shocking. But it's still, Ooh, this still is there. good. This is how did you? How did you get it? What did you do? Well, I was a little shocked, and he was very. He clearly had bad feelings about his small cock, and well, my, he he was my bartending instructor. <laughs> Your what instructor? My bartending instructor. Bartending instructor. He was my bartending instructor. Yes, I've also oh, been no, a bar. There's a bunch of. Don't, you know, there's, you know, there's that rumor out there like, don't fuck bartenders, but you're always saying it's because they're bad boys. Now it's going to be like, okay, don't fuck them because they, they have, have small, small dicks. No, <laughs> I've been a bartender too. And so I, I did take a bartending class and yes, he was my instructor and he was extraordinarily sexy. And, but when we, when we got together and we're going to have sex, he, he even said to me before I even, he's like, well, I'm really small, but I don't really care. And so then I was like, oh, Okay. Um, mm-hmm. how small? <laughs> okay, wait. I just have to ask you, what were you thinking in that moment? Because I Oh, I, I was shocked. I was that shocked. That would be mm-hmm. that would be the moment that maybe I would be a little stunned, like a deer in the headlights, because you yes. know what is coming right now because Exactly. He just really set the stage for something. <laughs> he lowered the bar. He, he lowered really the bar. lowered the bar. <laughs> and it it was it was very small. It really, really was. And I just kind of <gasps> okay, felt bad how for him. Small? Oh how my small? god. It probably wasn't bigger than it was short and it was very narrow. So it kind of felt like oh. fingers. It was not okay. It was very pokey. It was not, it did not get me off. He did not get me off, but he also didn't eat me out or do anything else either. So I think he had some sort of complex. And well, I never had sex with him again. That was the only time. But he was extremely sexy. I mean, to see this man be that sexy and that competent and then like that in sex was just like, I was just like, I was like dumbfounded. I was like, what? What just happened? What? What? God has a sense of humor. I know, right? <laughs> I gave you this, this, and this, but not that. But not that. That you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to get some skills. Sorry. Right. I, I kind of felt bad for him, to be honest, because and then you know, if you're like that and you know that your dick may not get someone, wouldn't you try a bunch of other shit? I would be taking every course yeah. I could find. Yeah. I would make myself like the best lover ever, and I would make sure that. I got her off yes. before she even saw my dick. Right. I know, right? But he yes. didn't do any of that. No. Yes, because I can say that the some of the best lovers I've ever had were, they were the best because they were also great at oral sex. Yes, right. And those are the guys that, I don't care, small dick, I don't care. They could steal your car. One one did. I had a boyfriend that actually <laughs> oh, like, no. stole my vehicle, drove across state lines. Oh. I did not care about that. I did not want to prosecute. <laughs> I just wanted, I wanted to bring that, I wanted him to bring that mouth back. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can understand. <laughs> Haven't you had guys like that where you're like, they're so great 
orally and you may not even like them that much and you know you have to move on or get rid of them and you're just like, I can't, this is so agonizing because I'm afraid I'll never have my pussy (laughs) eaten like that again. Oh yeah, there are, there are skills for sure. People have Mm -hmm. skills and it's great to develop them. Everyone should do that. I mean, it's just another part of sex that you can just totally explode and people that don't are just missing out both sides. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm so sad it has to end. Are you craving more content with me? Don't worry, I've got you covered. Go even deeper with me on my private podcast. You get four additional episodes a month published every Friday, revealing outtakes from my super private personal audio journal, things said after the show but when I'm still recording, the inside scoop on who's been naughty and who's been naughtier, bombshells I've kept to myself this whole entire time, things I can only talk about with a more intimate group of listeners, and additional surprise bonus content so hot it makes even me blush. So when you finish this episode and you're still craving more, please allow me to satiate you. Just head over to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on exclusive or click on the link in the show notes. All right, on with the show. Yes, yes. So what has sex and just sexuality taught you about who you are as a woman? Oh, gosh. I really feel like for me, the older I get, the more I explore, the more it expands. It has really taught me a lot about myself and also to work through shame. You know, a lot of shame I've had from my past. I just really have grown immensely and really doing... Ruin Willow has really just exploded it for me because, you know, I'm not only am I writing erotica, I'm talking to all these sex coaches, therapists, and I'm exploring things. And I can say I am the healthiest I've ever been in my life. And that has been a big part of it is accepting my sexuality, expanding it, embracing it, enjoying it, making myself come like a motherfucker. Hell yes. 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 I mirror that sentiment so much because on this show, I'm always trying to convey how much of who you are can be found when you make your sex life a priority. Right. And and you focus on your, and that could just be even your solo sex life. It doesn't have however and wherever you're at. But when you tap into that, I feel like I just, I feel smarter. I feel sexier. I understand how my body works and how amazing it is and all the pleasure zones and just how unbelievably creative I can be with coming up with scenarios and ideas and and then how I take that and connect with someone else so deeply. It blows my mind. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it makes me feel, I mean, just, I don't know. It's like, I feel like, sexuality is a it's a huge part of being a woman it's what makes us beautiful and desirable and wanted and powerful i love it oh absolutely and there's so many women not tapping into that at all and it just makes me sad when i hear things like you know oh she she doesn't like to have sex she doesn't someone who doesn't like to have sex it to me it means they have not been stimulated properly and they are not coming because no one's going to not like that Exactly. I always, I always say, whenever I've done having sex, I never, I've never said, "Oh, gee, I wish I didn't have that orgasm." Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Could have done without that. <laughs> Even if it's a small one, you still fucking love it. <laughs> totally. It's like it's like pizza the next day. I mean, yeah, right. an orgasm. It, it doesn't matter. It could be a weak one. It could be a strong one. It's just having one is amazing. Well, we want the big ones, but we love all of them, right? <laughs> We appreciate them all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a sex? bucket list? And if so, what's on it? I do. I really like sex outside. I think that's just very primal in, you know, risky places. A threesome. I have not done a threesome. And I think I just listened to you (gasps) recently and you haven't either. (laughs) I would love to do that. And I've never been to a sex party. It would be fun. Um, I just, I don't know. There's so many fun things to do. I want to try new sex toys. Like I really want to try. Everyone always talks about the womanizer. I have not tried that yet. Yes, the woman. I have that. Do you? Mm-hmm. Do you like oh, yeah. it too? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, oh, I, need, yeah. I, I just need every, every, like so many sex coaches I talk to and therapists are like, yeah, that's my favorite toy. And I'm like, dang it, I need to get this toy. <laughs> I would say it's, the, it's really, it is the closest thing that you can feel to simulate 
uh, true oral sex. Okay, nice. And so that's why it's so unique, I would say. Mm. You know, just that whole, the, the sucking sensation. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. Nice. I mean, <laughs> guys, women need their clit sucked. Yes. <laughs> I mean, suck it. I know. And what's, don't just, don't just <laughs> lick no, around. Yeah, flicking and, tongue. I mean, that's oh, great. Oh, God. But that's like a teaser. You know, what I don't that's, get is there's so mm-hmm. much focus on on sucking dick. And that's like a giant thing in your mouth. And a clit is a little thing that is easy to suck. So fucking do it. It's easy. Thank it's you. tiny. It's small. It fits in Tell there them. very, very easily. And they Take have... Them to church. They have bigger mouths <laughs> than we do. And we can suck cock. I think they can handle a little clit. In you can mouth. handle a little a little pea or lima bean. You're okay. Uh, right. <laughs> you I mean, it. seriously. I know. <laughs> Why is it just the licking? You've got to suck. You've got to suck. And it's not hard to suck. I mean, you're not, we're not asking you to suck a big cock like we do. Hello. I, know. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I think we're doing all the grunt work. <laughs> um, yeah. And that one, we definitely are. <laughs> yes. Grunt. So I think that. <laughs> Guys, just if we didn't say it enough, right. I mean, <laughs> suck it. You got to suck it. it yes. Hoover that shit. It feels so good. It really does. You're going to drive her wild if you do. Do it. Yes. That makes me, that one guy that I was telling you about, that's yeah. what happened. He mm-hmm. just, he knew, he was a good clit sucker. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Perfect. I know. Clit sucker, I, know. I like that. <laughs> he was a good, <laughs> oh, there, that could be another t-shirt. <laughs> You'd have to take the eye out. We'll just put an asterisk here. Yeah, exactly. Clit sucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> when you see a guy wearing a clit sucker shirt, you better like latch on to him. Follow him around till he talks to you or you talk oh, to him or grab his totally. butt. You know? <laughs> totally, totally. So you haven't done a threesome either. Mm-mm. What is it? I mm, I haven't done one. I mean, and I'm so mad. Now I'm starting to get aggro about it. It's been like, what? It's I understand. Long, it's been a while. I yep, just, yep. you know, I, it's hard to put together. It's not easy like people think. No, it's not. You need to find the right person, the right situation. And it's, yeah, it's just yep. not that easy. And I had a, a swinger guy, a man on my podcast once. He was also an author. And he said, it's very hard to find women. He's like, you know, because he and his wife are swingers. I'm like, well, they can find men very easily, but they wanted a woman for a threesome. And he's like, it's just really hard to find because of what we just said. No, it is. It's You know, I think for, for me, my holdup with... Uh, going being with another couple is I usually find myself attracted to one over the other. Mm, and, right. Yes. And usually it's there's a big gap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I for me, I've never been with a woman and I don't consider myself bisexual. I just want the experience. Right. And so yep. I for me, it's more about her. You know, I really want to be attracted to her. And yes, because I know what guys are about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Yep. And so I'm just, it's interesting. I, but I can usually she'll show up and she's really, maybe she's really pretty, but her partner, I'm like, eh. Yeah. So. To find that you whole know? package. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I want the whole package. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> so I'm right there with you, girl. I'm struggling too. I, yeah. I feel good knowing I'm not the only one on no, that. No, you're not. <laughs> on that island. Yes. Nope. <laughs> So how do you stay so sexually, mentally creative? And where does all that inspiration come from? Oh, I don't know. Things are just really easy for me to create. Like I've, I just don't have writer's block. Like I just, it's more run out of time to write it. I'm not one of these writers that sits and stares at a screen. It's like, I just run out of time to finish writing. And so I don't know, a lot of things just pop in my head. It just happens to me. And and when I really get into a story, it's like, I'm just in it. I'm just immersed in it. And it's like, I'm watching a movie, especially when I'm writing something. Sometimes I'll even wake up from sleep and I'll be like, I have all these ideas in my head. Like, like my brain was thinking about it while I was sleeping. And It's just, I have so many things I want to write, so many things I have created and so many things in progress. It's just, I don't know. I just love it. It's just a wonderful experience for me. And I just love to do it. I love to create scenes, characters, situations, stories, all of it. Do you take that stuff into your own private sexual encounters and interactions? At times I do. And, and, you know, as a writer, I really, pieces of me are in probably every female character I've ever written. I can't not have 
at least a piece of me in every female character I have created. It's just not even possible for me to not do that. It's just natural. Yeah. And how do you suggest, like, how can regular folks kind of just tap into all that? Into erotica? Just into keeping yourself mentally, sexually creative. Well, I think you need to be open-minded, number one, and not judgmental and just try things. You really don't know if you like something until you actually try it. You may have an opinion about it. You may be scared of it, but you really don't know unless you have some sort of trauma around it. I, I wouldn't push anybody to do anything like that, but try it at least once, maybe more than once. (laughs) Yes. You know what I found is what's been so wonderful and just lovely about having a sex bucket list is that I'm always focused on in some way, you know, keeping, setting goals around my sexuality and treating it as something that kind of needs to be watered and maintained. And yeah, and that you get to have all these different experiences. And the fun part is that Sometimes what you originally thought would be hot and sexy and the thing that got you into that scenario wasn't actually as hot and sexy, as exciting as you thought. But as it turns out, there's something else that you experience in that moment or in that encounter that you never thought it wasn't on your radar. And boom, you're like, oh my God, that rocked my world. And if I wouldn't have been there and open to experiencing this, I never would have known that this was such a big part of me or a hot and something that I just, I want to do more and more and start to investigate more. So I feel like people really should have a sex bucket list. It's such a simple thing to do. And if you keep, you know, you keep doing that, it's probably been one of the best tools I've used to just stay sexually creative and adventurous and keep it on the forefront. It's not something like now we're months past where I'm like, I haven't had sex. What's going on? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's just, it's also, it's easy to do. You don't even need an elaborate list. You can make it small. You can remake it over and over again. You can change it. You're not locked in. Yep. Update it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. But you're focusing on yourself and you're, you know, the whole push of the world, self-care, self-love, you're important too. Not that you're going to, you know, completely ignore other people, but you're important too. And your pleasure is important. Make it a priority, whatever that yes. is to you. Yep. I love it. So I caught an episode of your podcast and it was an impromptu erotica, Ah, improv, I guess, uh, erotica episode. Yeah. And I wanted to do a quick one with you. I thought we could kind of like, let's just play around and see where this goes. Oh, Um, I'm in. Okay. So I want to, let's kind of set the stage here. This is going to be, it's a, a male and a female couple. Okay. And... I will be the female of the couple. I'm going to make you the man. Okay. But I'm because man. you're the man, you're the man, <laughs> you you also get, you get our third. And she is this sexy, she's more of a prop for us because, and she's okay with that, right? Because we're just going to use her to, to have fun and see where it goes. And in this scenario, I've sort of been talked into uh, doing a threesome. I'm not sure how I feel about it, but I want to see if I can tap into a little compersion. So we're going to go to a hotel room and I'm going to have to be, I'm going to be made to sit in a chair mm. and start watching the two of you go at it. So nice. where do you go from there? Okay. So we're going to pick, we're going to pick some names so that we know who's who and where. Are you going to be Layla or are you going to have a different name? Ooh, maybe I should have a different name just for fun. How about I'm, I'll be Cassidy. Cassidy. Okay, perfect. Okay. And so I'm going to pick Hector for the male name and we need a name for the woman coming in the room. Who should she be? Hmm. Well, how about just, we'll call her Sue. Sue. Okay. (laughs) Sue works. (laughs) Yeah, because she's more the prop. We're just going to give her kind of like a generic name. Okay, perfect. So Hector and Cassidy are in this hotel room, correct? They're just hanging out. Are they having some wine, perhaps? Maybe they just ate dinner and it was delivered to their room and it's delicious. And... They're wondering when this person is going to arrive. They invited her through, ah, let's see, through maybe one of those sites, those hookup sites. And so they don't really know if she's even going to show up. Right. Hector, I hope she's not a no-show. Well, she better come. She said she was. I don't know, Hector. This was your idea. It's going to work. I know it's going to work and it's going to be fucking hot, babe. You are going to fucking love it. 
All right. Oh, there she is. <gasps> we hear a sigh. Who sighed? Was it Cassidy or was it the newcomer? The door <laughs> isn't even closed. Oh, my. Both Hector and Cassidy Hello. look towards the door. And there she is. There is Sue, who is very, very sexy, wearing a skimpy little black dress and stiletto black heels. Okay, let's go, Hector. Welcome, Sue. I'm so excited you're here. You look fucking amazing. Well, I think I'm just going to take myself right on over to the chair and sit down. And I'm going to let you two go at it. Perfect, babe. Hector walks over and touches Sue on the arm. Sue smiles sweetly. Then her eyes turn lusty as she looks at both Hector and then makes eye contact with the sexy Cassidy sitting over on the chair. Hector shuts the door and locks it and pulls Sue towards the bed. They are making eye contact as they walk. Hector already is raging a nice, large erection through his sweatpants. He is shirtless. He pulls Sue towards the bed and looks at Cassidy to see what she's thinking. And I'm watching you guys, and I'm not sure how I'm feeling about this, but Sue is really, really pretty. And I can see that big raging heart on that Hector has. And usually it's for me, but I'm real curious about how he's going to use it on Sue. Hector pulls Sue to him and holds her face in his hands. He's thinking, hmm... This woman is delicious. Cassidy is delicious. He could be a woman sandwich. He's really liking that idea. Sue, how are you feeling? Do you want a drink or do you want to get right to the fucking? <laughs> Sue giggles and she says, oh, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm good for the fucking. Let's do it. We can drink after. Happy hour after fucking is a good afterglow, right? Hell fucking yes, it is. Cassidy, what you think? I'm all ready. Let's go. I can't wait to watch everything that's about to happen. Hector gives her a very sexy, salacious smile, and he begins to fondle Sue all over her body, touching her shoulders first, then her neck and her face and fondling her hair. He gives her a deep French kiss, and she moans. <sighs> that's really delicious, Hector. She says as he kisses down her neck. His hands migrate down to her ass and cup her cheeks and he gives her a squeeze. She rolls her body against him as he kisses down her breasts to her nipples, which are hidden beneath her dress. He nudges his nose to get closer to her skin, her areola. He snakes his tongue in there and tickles her areola with his tongue. Oh, oh so good. Oh, please. Hector is amazed at how turned on Sue already is. But then again, she was coming there to fuck, so of course, of course she is. I've, I've played with myself in the hallway before I came in, so I'm really, really warmed up, Hector. I'm really ready. Oh my God, I think you need to fuck her right now, Hector. I can't even stand it. I'm so turned on. I had no idea. This is hot. Mm, good fucking idea, babe. Hector removes Sue's dress in one fell swoop, both fingers under the straps, and he just slips it right off her shoulders and boop, it falls right to the floor. She has no bra on, nor any underwear. She is commando. He begins to caress her all over, moving his fingers to her pussy, playing with her mound before he delves into the yummy area of her bean. He rings his fingers to her slit and she's very, very wet. Hector looks over at Cassidy. He wants to see her reaction. He wants to know if she's watching. That turns him on. Mmm, babe. My heart is pounding so hard watching the two of you. It's almost coming out of my chest. As I'm sitting there, I'm gripping the handles, the rails on the chair. I don't know what to do. I'm crossing my legs. I just want to leap out of that chair and join in. But I'm going to sit here and make myself watch patiently until I absolutely can't fucking stand it anymore. I can't believe how turned on I'm getting. I just want him to put his big fucking cock deep inside that sweet little pussy of hers. 
Hector loves the look on Cassidy's face. He can tell that she is enjoying so much what is going on. He scoops up Sue and twirls her around and then deposits her on the bed. She squeals and he dives into her pussy. He does a lick. He sucks her clit for a second and then he licks up from her pussy mound all the way up her tummy, up her cleavage, and does a little dance of his tongue across both nipples and suckles both of her areolas as she moans and writhes on the bed. A little nibble on her nipple on the left one and then he slides back down to her pussy. He moves her thighs out of the way and he begins to lick her pussy slit over and over again and then he does a big good suck. He's going to make her come first because that that's what he does. Mmm, you taste amazing, Sue. Oh, thank you, Hector. Oh, it feels amazing. Oh, oh, oh. Hector continues to suck her, eat her out until she is ready to climax. She's clawing at his hair. She's grabbing sheets. She's grabbing her own tits and she cannot get enough. Her head is thrashing back and forth and she keeps looking at Cassidy. She loves that Cassidy is watching this. I've never seen Hector like this before. I know what a great lover he is, and I know how those touches feel. I know how those licks feel. But to see it performed right in front of me on another woman, I can't even tell you the places I'm going in my mind. My body is so hot right now. My pussy is dripping. I cannot wait to join in, but I'm still going to tease myself a little bit more. I want to watch them. I cannot wait to see that hard cock sliding deep, deep inside her. Hector continues to eat her out as her body begins to curl and gyrate as she splashes into her delicious climax. She groans out and moans. <laughs> as she comes hard, her juices running out of her pussy and Hector licks up every little drop, every slickness, every bit of her cum. Then he crawls up her body and gives her a cum kiss, which she absolutely loves. They kiss as he thrusts his cock against her pussy, against her mound, and he's ready. Sue is ready. He glances at Cassidy. Cassidy looks fucking ready. So he lines up his cock at Sue's slit. And he presses in that delicious first penetration is delicious to all three of them. I've got the perfect view just sitting there. That second he enters her is burned into my memory for life. I can't take it anymore. I thought I was going to be able to watch them. I thought I was going to be able to sit there, let all my compersion build, but I just can't do it. I'm so wet. I leap off the chair with my pussy juices dripping down my leg and I can barely get to that bed fast enough. <laughs> there we go. Okay, let's, let's leave it. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Very delicious. Oh, you're a very good sport. Thank you for letting me put you on the spot oh, like that. Oh, it's fun. I love doing that. And I get into it and I just just go, you know? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I also know I want I want one more little teaser. We need one more little teaser. Now, I know that you have I know that you have a book on pre-sell right now. I do. And I was hoping that you could just read a little outtake from it and give people an idea, you know, a sampling of what's to come. No pun intended. Absolutely. I have a nice little short piece. It's a 10-story anthology, and this one is a short one, so this is just perfect. And what's this one about? This one is called A Morning Tit Fuck Sweetened a Dreaded Day. Oh my gosh, who doesn't who doesn't love a good tit fuck? I know, morning? right? <laughs> yep. That's the way to start a morning for sure. Yes. Okay. A morning tit fuck sweetened a dreaded day. A frosty glow bedazzled her skin in the early morning moonlight. The moon's rays were waning. She knew she had to strike now. She smeared the hibiscus-scented oil down her cleavage and up the internal sides of her breasts. She inhaled the luscious scent and released a full breath slowly. <sighs> her movements helped her shed the fog of sleep. Her hot morning breath bathed his belly button before the heat of her cleavage met his erect shaft. The moan that left his mouth was swallowed by the air as her muffled grunts joined her. Her body enveloped him in a wet lushly oiled skin that surely would finish him before his alarm even sounded. 
He stirred without opening his eyes as she gently pressed her breasts around his erection. She rode him hard to ever-increasing moans that egged her on further to please him. She grinned. She loved her control over his want for her, a delicious side effect of having big tits. His head fell back. His hands sought relief, grabbing the tufts of his sleep-tossled bedhead. She chuckled softly as his still closed eyes. As more precom leaked down his shaft, she knew his eruption was looming sooner, closer. As his eyes finally opened as slits, a smile spread across his face. The day she didn't want to do had started. Quitting a job she needed was not her idea of a good time, but... Fucking his body sure was. <sighs> Fuck my tits, babe, she cooed, knowing this would fling him over the edge. His groans peaked just before his cock twitched, spewing cum all over her ample mounds. Mm, that's it. Paint me, she whispered as the sun sent its first rays through the sheer curtains. God bless the double morning wood he said coarsely, writhing on his sheet-stripped bed. My turn, she said, spreading her thighs, preparing to pull him into her. My dungeon awaits and she's hungry. Well, we can't let her starve, he muttered as his thrust, he thrust up into her warm body. She bounced from above as he rammed her pussy from below, both of them moaning as his alarm bleated out, interrupting the sounds of their skin smacks. He slapped her clit as she rode. He knew what to do. She cried out as her body twitched. Her internal walls squeezed him inside her. She lost count, but it was enough contractions to drain him of any remnant drips. She collapsed on his torso. Both of them panted heavily. You'll find a better job, Marissa. You don't need a boss who spanks you. <laughs> he chuckled as she sighed heavily. That's my job. <laughs> she snickered. Well... If you were sexy, it wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> he laughed and kissed the top of her head, wrapped his arms around her. Let's start this motherfucking day, he said with the full intention of delivering on his promise later, once her dreadful day was done. The end. <laughs> I love it. I love that. <laughs> I love morning sex. I mean, that's what I was saying. This is perfect. It's really one of my favorite yes. times. Like, I think everybody should start their I day agree. with sex. <laughs> it really make, it really puts you in the right mood. You feel great. And who doesn't? I mean, I, now I'm thinking to myself, like, when was the last time somebody fucked I tits? know, right? Like, I love a good tip. <laughs> Need it's to do hot. that again. That's, that's now on the list, yes. right? I know. I know. I mean, like, well, I'm going to make sure it's back on. I was talking to one of my partners the other day and yesterday, actually, we were just talking about, you know, when we're going to get together next. And I was thinking, okay, what are we going to do? Like, I just wanted to do something fun yeah. and creative. And I'm thinking, we, I don't know that, have he and I, has he and I ever done a Tazzy Tits? Oh, there you go. There's know, your first order that, of business. That, these double D's are good for <laughs> Absolutely <a> love it. <laughs> Yes, they fucking are. So, yeah. Oh, oh fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to mention you. Awesome. I will make sure that you get Yay. proper credit. Because when, when I talk about it on my next episode, I'll be like, guess, guess what? what I did. <laughs> Here's what we did. That's right. And I got my motivation from Fantastic. Willow. Yes. Love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing that, your uh, your new book, part of your new book from us. And where can people... Well, right now I just have it on Amazon. I probably will. It will also be on um, Barnes and Noble and Apple eventually in Kobo and pretty soon. Not quite yet. I'm starting out with Amazon first, but Amazon is, a, is the big seller, of course. So that's a good place to start. That is a great place to start. Well, thank you so much, Ruin, for being on the show. I so appreciate it. I've had so much fun with you. Tell everyone where they can find you. Well, thank you for having me. I just had a blast. We had so much fun. I mean, it was just so much fun. And I am, I, my website is ruinwillowauthor.com. Of course, my podcast is Oh Fuck Yeah with Ruin Willow. Anywhere you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, all of them, all over. And I'm on Twitter as Raunchy is and Ruin Willow and Ruin underscore Willow on Instagram as Ruin Willow and Ruin Willow Author. I have Ruin Willow one, but they've locked me out of that account. So I don't have any interaction there. So that's me, but I can't get into it. 
<laughs> I'm on. Where where did they lock you out of? Oh, they locked me out of one of my accounts, so my Ruin Willow one, and I've emailed them several times, and I can't get it back. Instagram. Who's who who did who? Oh, yeah, Instagram. no, exactly. Oh, I'm on Facebook. I'm also on TikTok, Pinterest, Tumblr, Reddit. Share some. <laughs> What are you? Where are you on Tumblr? I I'm don't put, follow you. Um, What's oh your geez, handle? I have to look at my phone. I don't even know because I don't. I don't put too much on Tumblr, but I try to. Let me look quick here because I can go. Tumblr's is my it? secret little place. Like that's where. Oh my god, I love. I love Tumblr. I don't really enjoy that social media that much, but Tumblr. There's something about the process of it, like where I just get to see all these great pictures in my feed, and then just it's something therapeutic about reblogging. You just reblog, reblog. You don't have to like it. You don't. Have that you know what I mean? You can just read. Do I like that one? Yeah, I want to post sure. it. Okay, boom, boom, boom. I don't know. And it when I zero in on things that are the most erotic for me and that the biggest turn on for me, I think it helps. That's sort of like my erotica right there. That's keeping me mentally, sexually creative. It's like I'm just ruined um, willow on there. So I'm still kind of learning that platform. I yeah. feel like I still don't really understand how to do it well, but I'm trying. <laughs> yes. Well, I. I'm a big fan. But don't worry if anybody that's listening didn't get all of your, you know, all your handles and all that and all your socials. No big deal. I will have that in a link in the show notes. And I think I'll just oh, do yes, your link do tree that, yep. link because mm-hmm. that that will send, that gets everybody access to everything you got and they can just link right. directly from there. So yeah, we will do that. And everybody, thank you guys so much for listening today. I always appreciate it. And you know where you can find me and what you can do. My favorite thing is to leave me a voice mail. You've got five minutes. Let it rip. We need to exchange voicemails back and forth. We can talk about whatever you want. I answer each and every one of them personally. And you can just find that on my website, which is thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. And I can't wait to meet you. All right, everybody. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.